Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, January 21st, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by a great legal online wagering site, amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Amwager.com has some great betting tools and perks and is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Go to Amwager.com, find out if you're eligible, if you're not already a member, and you can also get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, by going to Amwager.com absolutely free, clicking on How to Bet and Elvis Stars blog. We're going to start this Saturday, January 24th, Key Races and Bets with the Fire Plug Stakes. And this is race six at Laurel in Maryland with a post of 251 Eastern. There's only one contender here that I want to bet to win, and it is a strong contender in Factor It In, who opens as the 5-2 second choice, but has a much higher probability to win than 2-1 morning line favorite Barron. Barron had a 2-win, 4-second, 1-third record last year, while Factor It In had a 3-win, 1-second, 2-third record. But the biggest reason factor in has a chance to win more than Barron by far is his 7-for-11 career record at Laurel, including a strong win in the similar Chaladin stakes at 7 furlongs in October. He enters the race in top form off another stakes win three weeks ago over the track under Jockey Cruz, who rides back, and with one of those two wins coming on the lead from start to finish and the other from off the pace, no matter what happens early, factor in should win. But just reporting either of his last two efforts, the other was a neck defeat in the Grade 3 Fall Highway in Aqueduct, with the most recent figure earning a field-high 117 Equibase speed figure no other horse has ever achieved. In the Fireplug Stakes, Race 6 at Laurel Post 251 Eastern, I think Factor It In is a low-odds overlay win bet, and I will bet Factor It In to win at 3-2 to two or higher. Skipping a race on the Laurel card, another nice stakes is race eight at Laurel, the spectacular bid stakes, with a post of three fifty one Eastern. The Maryland three year old prep season gets going here in the seven furlong test. There's a big shot B West or We Don't Need Roads can post the upset, opening a ten to one and twelve to one respectively. The other contender to win but not to bet to win is Prince of Jericho, opens at seven to five. I'm taking a stand against the 2-1 second morning line favorite in the race, which is Coffee with Chris, even though he won the Hef Stakes last month. That appears an outlier for a colt which broke his maiden for 40,000 maiden claiming last May, then went winless, <clears throat> not even threatening to win, in five straight before the win last month. Now back to B. West, who also won maiden claiming race number 21st, not back in May, but he did so in dominant fashion by 12 lengths. Next, he won a first-level allowance 26 days later, and also impressively, B. West was claimed out of that race for a decent 62500 by trainer John Robb, really solid on the circuit. He won with 24%, 19 of 78, of his Dirt Sprints Stakes starters the last three years. Number one winning jockey for the Barn Perez takes over. And I like the cutback from one turn mile to seven furlongs and the second best of 25 five furlong workouts coming into the race and the fact that B. West stalked in second for the first half mile last out, suggesting he will let my blue eyes, Coffee with the Crisp, perhaps others, get to the front while he drafts off them before rallying to win. 
We don't need Rhodes. Won two of four last year and missed by a half length in the other all routes. He won his first start of 2022 and returns as a private purchase for new owners and a new trainer. He won the final start of 22, I meant. He was entered in the Hef Stakes, won by Coffee with Chris, and shows up here, which is better because he's not a one-turn horse. Trainer Salvaggio, the new trainer, won 25% of his races, of 150 races in 2022. And we don't need Rhodes is likely to be more physically and mentally mature than when last seen as a two-year-old, which gives him a nice shot to run better than his double-digit starting odds suggest he will. Prince of Jericho finished third in his debut last October, then won by 11, then by 5, before following Coffee with Chris around the track in third, eventually second in the heft last month. This time, Coffee with Chris gets pace pressure as well as may regress. So, again, that race probably was an outlier. So, Prince of Jericho should run very well. But opening at 7-5, to five, the only way to profit from him in doing so is trying him is tying him in exactness with B-West and We Don't Need Roads. In the spectacular bid stakes, race 8, Laurel Post, 351 Eastern, Saturday, January 24th. I will absolutely bet both B-West and We Don't Need Roads at 3-1 to one or more, or whichever goes off 3-1 to one or more if one doesn't. The best way to maximize profit when you get two nice horses like this to wager to win is to use a dutching tool. A dutching tool allocates wagers based on the odds, and Amwager.com has a great and easy-to-use dutching tool, which I use all the time. The dutching tool at Amwager allows you to set the amount of money you want to bet or the amount you want to win when you're betting two or more horses, and the math is done for you. And that's just one of many great tools and perks at Amwager.com. For the exact, a very simple exact box of Prince of Jericho, B West, and We Don't Need Roads. For the third and final race on the Ski Races and Bets podcast, we're going to go to Santa Anita for the Asterisks. This is race 8 with a post of 6.30. After a week to drive from the rains, the Santa Anita turf is back in play, and this 12 long marathon is a very good betting race with Tis and Adventure and Duvet Day, both offering value for win bets, combining them with Queen of the Temple for exactness. Tis and Adventure absolutely loves to win races, evidenced by her 7-for-11 record last year, 9-for-18 overall. Three of those have come on turf, including wins in October and in August. She's won six of her last seven, all after joining the Steiner Barn. And it's very notable she ships to Southern Cal from Northern Cal for the first time. And Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith takes the call. Disney Adventure has a big late kick as one of few bred to handle 12 furlongs, which none of the nine here have ever run. She's by Tiz now, who produced multiple marathon grade stakes winner Tiz a Slam and definitely gets top of billing. Duvet Day and Queen of the Temple have faced each other twice previously, with Duvet Day coming out on top by three-quarters of a length in July in a similar 11-furlong turf race at Del Mar. And with Queen of the Temple finishing third while Duvet Day was sixth in the Grade 3 Red Carpet Stakes in November, also at 11 furlongs on the Del Mar grass. Duvet Day not only opens at a little higher odds, 6-1 versus 3-1, but takes a bigger drop in class, having run in the Grade 1 American Oaks on opening day at the Santa Anita meeting after running in the Red Carpet. Jockey Kazushi Kimura, who had a fantastic 22 meeting at Woodbine, has temporarily moved to Santa Anita for the first three months of the year and won a stakes last weekend, so has a big shot to help this filly run her best rate, which is good enough to win or at least complete the exacta. Similarly, Queen of the Temple, who races good enough to be very competitive, has races good enough to be very competitive if repeated here, such as when second in that common race in July, but also when she won her last April and missed by head March at Santa Anita. That was the first and only time Red Hot Juan Hernandez was in the saddle, and he gets back on the day after months with other jockeys. In the Astra Stakes, race 8 San Lita post 6.30 Eastern on Saturday, the 24th of January, 
I'll bet Tizen Adventure two to one or more. I'll play an Exacta box of Queen of the Temple, Duvet Day, and Tizen Adventure. I'll play Tizen Adventure over Queen of the Temple, Duvet Day. And then I'll play a Trifecta with Tizen Adventure in the first position, all in second, and Queen of the Temple and Duvet Day in third. This is similar to the Exacta, but in this case, we're playing first and third. With the Exacta, we're playing Tizen Adventure over Queen of the Temple and Duvet Day as an Exacta key in second. Don't forget, if you want the written version of this, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, Totally free. Go to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Click on How to Bet and LSTAR's blog. If you're not a member, look around. It's easy to sign up. Great tools, great perks, eligible for people in most states and covering tracks all over North America and throughout the world. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.